Yeah, you know what I've been actually watching recently? Like, for probably, like, the last, like, uh, like two months, I've been watching all the old um, Last Chance You stuff. Really? Yeah, yeah. I always, always watch it. I saw um, that came up for some reason on, like, Netflix for me. Um, I think I, like, signed into Sabrina's account to where, like, it wasn't watched yet. So it was like, oh, new episodes. And um, I was thinking about doing the same thing because, like, the original seasons were awesome. Yeah, like I, uh, I'm, I'm, yo, I'm gonna hit him up, yo. I'm gonna hit him up on Twitter, but like, yo, me and my boy would love you to come on, come through and ask you some questions. Yeah, yeah sure I, I do see, uh, you're talking about what's his name? Brown, Coach Brown? Coach Brown, yeah. Yeah, I see him, um, he's funny as shit. He did Theo Vaughn's podcast. You ever saw that one? I haven't seen him on it, but I've seen Theo Vaughn's podcast. Watch, yeah. watch the one with Coach Brown. He, you really get to see who he is. Really? In that one, yeah. Yeah, I I really, really, really like that one. That's awesome. Yeah, we should hit him up. Fuck it. Well, that'd be, if happen. he comes on, I mean, that's that'd be sick. Only thing that he can say is no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Worst case is he, is he says no. I love the second. His part two is my favorite part two because he legit just comes on the podcast. He, not the podcast, comes into the season. He comes on stage. He's like, all right, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just all ripped. Just shut the fuck up. And I'm like, let's go. Like, when I saw that, I was like, yeah, bitch. It's lit. I saw, uh, I saw a video he put up on like Twitter about Kyler Murray, and I was losing it. I was cracking up. I don't know if you saw it, but I'll have to send yeah. it to you. And he's just like talking about like giving this little baby $100 million. <laughs> like, <laughs> on Twitter, his pinned tweet is the, uh, the Tua when he went off about Tua. Oh, really? To injury? It has like one point something million views. Damn. Yeah, he, he went off about about Tua. Um, yo, what are you doing for Thanksgiving before we really jump into this? What's yeah, I got – um, my grandpa lives down in Florida, so he's coming up. Haven't seen him in like Word? six, seven years. So Damn. all kind of just going going over my uh, uncle's house, watching the games, doing all that. But watching what about America's you guys? team, huh? Yeah, I mean, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, we'll be here tomorrow's. It's Cat's birthday, so um, okay. Yeah, so we'll, we'll be here chilling. Uh, cool. People will probably be coming through all day long. My dad's going right. to to freaking Arkansas or Oklahoma for what? Yeah, he's always he's travel. That's he's a traveling guy. That's good for him, man. Say. Yeah, but uh. Yo, welcome to another episode of In Those We Trust Sports. My name is Malik Howard. Of course, my co-host, Liam in the building. What's up, Leek? What's good, brother? Um, I think, in, in my opinion, football was was pretty good last You know the one thing I forgot to look over? Did you look what? up – did you watch the the, the um, Sixers game? The the one last night, the Nets? Last night, yeah. Uh, I caught most – I caught some of it. Okay, I want to. We, we'll talk about that later. But I wanted to talk about ben, Benny Boy. I would love to. I would okay. love to. Okay, I'll say that for you. But um, <laughs> I don't want to go over score recaps. Besides, for a couple yeah. games, I really want to touch on um right now. And to kick it off, I really want to talk about the the Jets versus the Patriots. The Battle mm-hmm. of the Bums is is what <laughs> it, it's called, in my opinion. Yeah. Battle of the Bums. Um, that score. Excuse me. That score was three to ten to end oh, it yeah. off, and it ended with a punt return, right? Or kick return? Yeah, like a walk off punt, punt return. And recent news today, actually, we're recording mm-hmm. this the day before uh, Thanksgiving, so today hits the news: Zach Wilson uh, has been benched, right? Mm-hmm. And this is my take of it. I think it's not a take of benching him because he sucks. I don't think that's the reason. I think it comes from his lack of accountability as a quarterback. Yeah, yep. In his statements that he put, I wrote it down. Um, in his statement, he was asked by the news, by one of the, the interviewers, right? Uh, do you feel like you let the defense down at all? His reply simply was no. With 77 right. yards of offense, his defense held the team, held the Patriots to 10 points, right? N- not yeah. really, three. And they had yeah. a walk-off uh, score, right? Exactly. So, to hold the pitch three points and your offense does nothing, and as a quarterback, you come out and you say no. <laughs> in my opinion, that's why I think he was benched. You could say for play. But the Jets suck yeah. regardless. Just end the season sucking at this point, get some new draft picks. What's your opinion, man? 
So I agree with you. I think first and foremost, um, and I actually just saw a video earlier of Dak Prescott and Josh Allen, both in high scoring games when they lost. I don't know what games it was specifically, but both taking, you know, having the accountability of, yo, that's on us. That's on me. I don't care if that Patriots game was 45 to 40 and Zach Wilson threw an interception on the last drive and had five touchdowns. Yeah. At the end of that game, you as the quarterback go, that's on me. That is on me. Especially yeah. when you, like you just said, what do you throw for 70 some yards? 77 I mean, yards. Your defense lets up three points and you lose the game. Your team lets up 10 points total <laughs> and you lose the game. Like, you're right. It probably is, it, it probably is, you know, his actions. The dude needs to grow up a little bit. Um, but I think there's a part of it that the, I think the Jets are still six and four. Like, there's a shot that they can make the playoffs. Yeah. Maybe this is like, yo, our defense is elite. If we can just have mediocre quarterback play yeah. we could be in the playoffs and right now man zach wilson probably the worst quarterback we've seen all year i think that when when you look at that defense right sauce gardner and people pe- that that team was it was in question for a while right they're like yeah are they, yeah. Are they actually uh top notch a, a top notch team right because what, all we're seeing is is their their, their scores i want to take a look at their 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 losses right you look at uh Hold on, let's see. Let's look at their season. Yeah, let's see. They they come out, they they beat the Bills in let's just right. say top of November, right? They beat the Bills yep. 2017, lose there. Why is it not showing me all their games? Here, I, games. I, I got you if you want it. Uh, there it goes. I got I got it now. We good, we good. Okay, cool. All right, so begin the uh, we're not gonna talk about preseason. Begin the yeah. season, you start off, it is what it is, right? Mm-hmm. But when you look at what they're holding teams to. The only team that you could say that they that they allowed to put up points was the first Patriots game. But again, team was close, 17 22. Yeah. So that defense keeps them in close fucking games. You yeah. can't ask more from your defense. They're holding people no. to, you know, they put up 30. They hold, the most they let a team put, put up is 27. Yeah. 27 and I mean, in the NFL? Yeah. And I mean, you just, like you just mentioned this, I mean, look no further than two weeks ago, they held. The Super Bowl favorites in a lot of people's eyes, and one of the better Always. offenses in the league, a top two or three offense to seventeen yeah. points in a win. Like this, this defense man has been playing its ass off, and I mean, you know, locker rooms, right? I mean, as soon as you have a quarterback yeah. that hurts for seventy yards, say <laughs> no, it's not on me. Uh, oof, that locker room, I, I can only imagine lost. some of the thoughts. Oh lost. yeah, he lost mm-hmm. the locker room. You lose the locker room. He has yeah. to now double back to that defense. The defense that holds you, that, that ball is out there bowling, and then when they're on the sideline, they're saying, all right, let's go. We need a touchdown here. We need a touchdown. We need come yep. on, come on. They're supporting you. It's fuck you energy probably in that locker room towards it him. Is. It's You spoil fuck. Like, you fucking need to understand. You're fucking up. Take the blame and move on. Yeah. We need to come like back. I said, we, can't, we can't forget, you know, in my opinion, it is different to go against – uh, like Dak, we uh, we said like what last like two weeks ago with Dak saying you know my wide receivers need to step up. That's the things you didn't want to see. That's wide receiver to quarterback relationships that we could okay right. say he's totally disrespecting the defense winning championship mentality. Exactly. Keep you in these games, you fucking exactly. idiot. <laughs> like I said, man, I I personally think that even if he made one mistake and and it, yeah. let's just pretend it was the defense's fault and he only made one mistake, you still need to as the leader say that one mistake was the reason like that's on me like mm-hmm. that's how you get these guys to follow mm-hmm. you because as the quarterback you are the general you're the leader yeah. you're the captain out there whether you like it or not yeah i was baffled baffled when he said no and you're right robert sala is definitely the type of coach to be like dude Fuck you that. need to learn a lesson yep. you, you're not playing for us yeah yeah i agree i like the move i like it Fuck it yo um I, I saw a tweet. It was like I should have known that he was going to be a bust when he didn't know uh, when he got scared at the draft. I saw that. Yeah. Lines and, and handshakes. <laughs> line, like that. Yeah. He was like, "Oh my god!" Like he was threatened. He's, He's from BYU. BYU, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking soaking kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. Um, all right. So let's move on to this to the game. That I think is very interesting in its own. I think we're starting mm. to see teams that had a early start of the year, pretty difficult year are starting to figure out, and it may not be too late, and I want to talk about the Lions-Giants. Yeah. I think good. things are switching over, right? We see the Lions win 31-18. to uh, I'll, I'll let you go. Do you have anything you want to touch on? Because I, I have some 
some interpretations of what we said last week. I think the Giants don't finish yeah. a year above 500. That was my yep. opinion. I, I mean, listen, we talk about the Giants, I feel like, every week. Um, and I feel like we both have been saying it's a matter of time until yeah. time almost catches up to them. You know, they were playing with house money. You know, it was fun. They were squeaking out these close wins that they probably shouldn't have. They're showing us who they are. Um, yeah, I think you said last week or the week before they're not going to finish over 500. I think this is more about the Lions, man. Like, this it, yeah, this is very exciting. I, I think, you know, we were able to see them be the hard knocks team and kind of yeah. that culture that they're trying to, like, hammer down. There's serious talent on that team at a few different positions. That kid, Aiden Hutchinson, who they just drafted on the defensive side, is a baller. Amon Ross St. Brown is a baller. They just got rid of one of their better weapons, their tight end, two yeah. or three weeks ago. Yeah. And they've been winning since. Like, it shows me for the first time since maybe our lifetime, like, the Lions have an identity, and they have more yeah. so a direction. Like, they have a direction of where they want to go. This has been an exciting offense, and now they're starting to find ways to win, which is such a young team thing, right? When you can put up the points, but you're going to lose these close games. You're not able to finish. Like, that's what we see young teams do. They're starting to figure this thing out, and it's fun. I mean, it, it, they're a fun team to watch at the very least. I mean, yeah, you. no matter what, I'm going to have a bias against Hutchison. It's it's always fucked that guy. Yeah, yeah. It's always going to be fuck him. <laughs> Uh, we'll wait until this Sunday. We'll talk about that later. I mean, this mm-hmm. Saturday. But um, I think that, in my opinion, this is this is a, a wake up call for both teams, right? This is a, a Lions team who's has dealt with you know some things, some some wins didn't go their way, right? Yep. Um, coming down to last second wins. But I think that this is a turnaround that, like, you could tell this is a team that like has a head coach that's so fucking passionate in itself. And I'm like, I love, I would love to play for a player's coach, right? That's always oh, yeah. your best option to play for, and. He gets it. He understands it. He understands his player. He understands that spice, that what it takes to win. Mm-hmm. And so we'll speak about it next with the Colts, but I see those those things starting to transition in, the, in that locker room. I think that with the Giants, it's time for you to figure out, too, what are you doing with Daniel Jones? Yeah. Is exactly. he cut? I mean, he went 27 for 44. That's – that's. <laughs> if we put this up, we want to put it all on Saquon's back. I mean, Saquon's having exactly. a fucking a year on his own. But how many games toward the end of the season can can a running back win for you? And that's going to be very interesting. And I think it kind of sucks for for us, right? Because the Giants are the rivals. Like yeah. part of me was really hoping the Giants had this magical season, yeah. and then they signed Daniel Jones because he sucks. Yeah. And they're going to have a decision to make. I think both Daniel Jones and Saquon might be free agents after this year or next. Who would you um, keep? I mean, like I said, Daniel Jones sucks. I would keep Saquon over over the both of them, but. You know, we've seen this league, Malik, you know it better than almost anybody when Zeke yeah. got that money. Yeah. Running back decline quickly. And the talent that we have coming out each and every year gets better and better. Um, but I think if, if you're going to keep one of the two, it's got to be Saquon. It, it's Daniel Jones continues to show you what he is. And let's just say you can find another Daniel Jones tomorrow if you really wanted mm-hmm. to. I mean, in my opinion, I don't think you, I don't think you pay Saquon the scale as you would Zeke, right? With, with knowing like, no matter what, you could t- you could you could say he has two years rest in his body, but mm-hmm. he has two years rest because of injuries. So he's already injury prone. So yep. no matter what, that already hurts his contract needs. So you lowball him, whatever. Even it yep. sucks. I, I want to see him get his money, but at the end of the day, I see him being a player. Like I don't see him as he'll never figure it out. He'll just keep getting hurt. No, I think right. he had like two just fucking sucks injuries, like yeah. out of nowhere injury. Like, they're not one the same to me. So. I, th- I think that I would definitely pay him over over Daniel Jones Absolutely. and keep him. You can go in the draft and pick up another guy if you like. Um, shout out I to our sponsor of today. Mm-hmm. Uh, today's sponsor is brought to you by TB3 Hookah. You see me smoking on the hookah. That's thank you to our supplier, uh, Jersey's number one online hookah retailer. Uh, with their vast variety of flavors, coals, and hookahs, and so much more, they make the priority to satisfy all of your hookah essentials, enjoy all of your favorite products in no time with their fast, easy shipping. Here at TB3 Hookah, you are a priority. Uh, use this code TRUST to save 10% on your next TB3 uh, hookah order. Again, that's TRUST for 10% off your order. Now in Jersey, especially if you're in South Jersey, this is your guy to use. I would say when I deal with prices down here, you always deal with the, the upkeep of 
we don't play up north prices. Up north prices are always better than South Jersey prices. So if you're looking for an amazing retailer, he has all the products. And if he doesn't, you can easily DM him and he can get that for you. Anything, any of your needs. So please, again, use code TRUST for 10% off. The website is below. But if you're listening, it is www.tb3hookah.com. www.tb3hookah.com. Use code TRUST for 10% off. I think I think it's it's time for a debate. Where do you want to hit it off at? I mean, we can – there's nothing really to talk about with my Cowboys. You saw the ass hoping we put on. Uh, yeah. It was all good just a week ago, as you, as you yeah. saw. Um, we take that that chain, Debo. I love that. I love that image that they, they created uh, for that. I think – and just to, uh, you know, sum it up quickly, it was all good. Uh, around all boards, right? We had Pollard firing off. We had Zeke firing off. We had Dak, you know, firing off. To be honest with you, when I was watching that team, everyone talks about uh, Patrick Peterson, right? How Patrick Peterson is having this amazing yeah. year quietly, right? And I, he really is. He's, he's having a quiet year. But that defense looked like shit. Like, it yeah. looked like Dak was just throwing shit up. Like, I was watching it, and I'm like, when he threw that touchdown to Pollard, like, on the side, yeah. he just, like, throwing it like he's rainbowing these balls like it's not yeah. on a stream it's just boop, right into my right into the spot he's at practice with it right. and it was just too easy right and it, it's just your night when it's not your night it's not your night yeah. um but i was mostly impressed when I, walking away from that game as it's always good when you see an ass whooping happen i'm like i love watch i can watch <laughs> that all day but what are the takeaways from i think there's two it's one when you see that our running backs are are moving with steam you have pollard and you have zeke Pushing that 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 offense, it opens up so much more. But our run game has to be there, and I think with sitting Zeke these last two weeks really gets gave him a motor for these two weeks. I mean, these this week going into it. Um, but I think with that takeaway, like, I mean, when they're when they're both firing, I mean, I can only love it for so long, right? It's it's not going to last forever. But I love that dynamic of Zeke Pollard. I would love to keep Zeke Pollard in that bat for all day. The second thing is our defense. Our defense mm-hmm. to me was always shaky, and I was always scared, right? And this is when I, I looked at this game as, uh, you know, this is going to test us. They have Thielen, and they have Jefferson. These are yep. two guys that are that are all pro wide receivers. Let's see what we can hold them to and held them up. And I mean, yes. Diggs did held his own. Um, I, I was very impressed. Our defensive line finally fucking woke up, Lawrence. Right. And then um, I don't know what's going on with Parsons. I feel like Parsons has been quiet this year. And then all of a sudden he just woke up and he had what he had two sacks, one strip fumble. Um, So I I think that when when we fire on all cylinders, we're a team that can't be, can't be beat. Of course, any team that fires on all cylinders can't be beat. But when our defense stops those wide receivers and our run, we have, I have no problem with the runoff defense, but Mm -hmm. stopping that deep threat and and opening up our playbook is always our, our issue. Yeah, this was, I mean, obviously I I didn't see 40 to three coming. Yeah, no. Um, I was nervous. I ain't gonna lie. I was nervous. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think I wasn't. I one thousand percent. I think we talked about it last week. Like this was this was Cowboys always. It was the Vikings coming off that emotional win, and for whatever reason, again, I know we touched on like the betting thing every week. The Cowboys were favorites on the road against an eight and one team. Like, yeah, that's just one of those things. Like Vegas knows something, and they yeah. wanted the people to be like, "Oh, Vikings all day long." Yeah, I thought it was going to be Cowboys. Um, Listen, the Vikings have played two of the be- better teams in the NFC, the Eagles and the Cowboys, and they've gotten smoked both times. The offenses yeah, look like dog shit. The Cowboys and Eagles were able to do whatever they wanted on the offensive side yeah. of the ball. I think they what was it? they have beaten them combined like sixty-five to ten. Like that's ridiculous. They played two of the legit teams in the NFC, and yeah. they both smoked them. So Minnesota, I think, plays Thanksgiving Day against the Patriots. I'm excited to kind of see how they react against that yeah. Patriot defense, especially coming off an ass whooping. Um, but yeah, I mean, like you said, I was honestly, if I ever was, if there ever was a time to root for the Cowboys, <laughs> it was, that, it was that Sunday. It helps the Eagles with the top seed, but uh, yeah. I definitely didn't see that, that big. Of a uh, no, I was still, I was still because the, the Cowboys do what the Cowboys always do, right? They find a way to fucking blow it. And that's the same thing with the green Bay game, right? We found a way to blow it. We were yeah. up 14, so and and this is a team that the Vikings are coming off of like a fucking amazing win, and they find right. a way to win. That's all it takes. Right. Finding finding the will and a way to win is all it takes. So I was like, 
Well, if it comes down to that point, and as we spoke about last year, last last week, do I trust Dak at that momentum? Do I trust him right. fourth quarter? Would we have to have a go ahead score? I don't. Yeah. I don't want to put us in that position. We have to win outright. We have to be going yeah. down yeah. with with three minutes left, up three touchdowns in order for me to say, "Oh, we got this. We're good." Down yeah. two, I'm still concerned. I have to be up three tugs in order to say it's it's game over because I yeah. don't trust fucking Dak. No. Um. No. So. Up for debate, this Eagles Colts game. I'm gonna let you rock, bro. I'm gonna let you speak, right. and I'll jump in. So this was a. Um, I'll say this first and foremost. I was listening to uh, the part of my take Barstool podcast. I think a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, and they had Booger McFarlane on, uh, the ESPN analyst, and they asked him because you we see this all the time in in, in all sports when the head coach gets fired. It seems like the next week or the next two weeks or the next couple games, the team just plays so much different. And they asked him why that is. And he had a very good reason that I never really thought about. When the head coach is fired, it sends a message that everybody's job in that building is up for debate. So you need to go out and you need to prove the owner, the GM, and whatever new regime is going to come in there that you not only belong on this team, but you deserve your spot that you've had with the old regime in there. Mm -hmm. We've seen Jeff Saturday. We've, we talked our shit on him before he coached. It's yeah. an obvious turn in how hard this Colts team is playing. So I give them the credit there. This was a scary game. I really don't know well, what happened. Sorry to piggyback off that. It just gives a chip on your shoulder, right? Yeah, That's all exactly. Does. It gives the team a chip, right? Exactly. Yeah. And again, if nothing else, like this is just continuing to prove that Jeff Saturday is reaching this Colts team at a different yeah, level. A good point. And, uh, and it's showing. Now, for the Eagles, because – you know, about the concern level. When I really dove into this thing and, and sat on it for a little bit, I will say there's maybe like a grain of salt concern. Um, you know, I, I looked at this as we, we talk about it every week. It's, it's tough to win in this league. It's tough to go on the road on a short week and play a team that's fighting for, like we just said, their life. They still have a slim chance of making the postseason. Like they wanted to come out and, and make a message and send a message. Um, the turnovers are killing us in the last two weeks. The fumbles, like, that has to stop. But that's one of those things, like, that's not an every week thing. Like, A.J. Brown's not going to fumble that ball every single week. Like, we're not going to allow that Jalen Hurts sack, which probably would have been a touchdown. I looked over the video every week. Um, so the turnovers need to stop. With that being said, I look at what our problems were going into this game. It was the run defense was getting gashed. We picked up the Dominican Sue and Linval Joseph. They played out of their minds great. The run defense, I think the first Colts drive, Jonathan Taylor had like 60 yards. The rest of the game he had 15 or 20. Like they completely shut that down. Um, it was a 10-point comeback on the road, 10-plus point comeback on the road. And at the end of the game, like you just talked about with Dak, the ball was in Jalen Hurts' hand, calmly drove down the field twice, did his thing, and won this team a game. So when I look at this in the grand scheme of things, it was three and a half quarters of dog shit. And then this team woke up and was like, okay, it, it's time to put our pedal to the metal and like show who the fuck we are. Um, and one more note, we have injuries to Dallas Goddard, the tight end, and Avante Maddox, and Jordan Davis as well on the D-line. Those injuries are so apparent. We have some dude coming off the street. I don't know even what the hell his name is, but he can't play in the NFL at corner. Dallas Goddard as a tight end. We utilize, we utilize a tight end so much on the offensive side. There was nothing there, and I think three or four penalties were called on the tight ends. And, uh, again, we talked about the run defense, which was which was a lot better with those veterans. But, I mean, again, at the end of the day, it was it was a comeback win. Um, they're not all going to be pretty. They're not all going to be 40-3 to three wins. Sometimes yeah. you got to win all fights, and the good teams do. Now, this is where I say, first of all, the, that, the, you talk about the Georgia kid, right? He's hurt? Yep, yep. How uh, what is his expectation of coming back? I think so. He's on the four week IR. I want to say week fourteen. He's he's slated to come back. Okay, okay. Damn. All right. So he he's there for you later. Later end of the season, right? Mm-hmm. So the issue I have is when you guys are not firing on the cylinders of Smith and AJ Brown, you'll mm-hmm. lose the game. When those two aren't your guys having gashers, right? Aren't having 15-yard-plus catches that aren't – like, as total, there were uh, Smith 
had 78 yards and Brown had 60 yards passing, right? Now you take that away because you take out your tight end, right? Your tight end opens up the field. Easy check downs to the tight end. Um, that's in the play as well. Your injuries are playing. And the injuries always, always fall prone for the Eagles, right? You guys always fall down to we end up losing the year because of injuries. We're, ne- we're never consistent, right? Um, I don't think that this is some type of, oh, my God, I have to be concerned with the year. But I think this is going to be some things where down the road, you're going to lose some big games just off of this point right here. You guys can't keep it together. If you make mistakes, if you make just two mistakes, you'll lose a game. Two fumbles, lose you guys a game. If you look at your stats of of these close games, it's been these fumbles. We just had had a two-fumble game that they won, though. The fumble, it, it, listen, at the end, they, it, listen, the record's nine and one. It's not eight, one, and one kind of almost lost. No, it's, but it's that, nine, but that fucking one, that one matters when it's the end of the fucking year and it hits fucking December, February. Being able to win that game with those, you're not, there's no chance you're winning that big time game with these fucking little mistakes. And right, that's why I say you guys are in trouble. You're in trouble. In my opinion, you're in trouble. And this is like, I could be biased right now, but I'm telling you guys, that eight, that the undefeated team is gone. Like I really think that this loss. Now let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. What, guys. Team, what team in the NFL ever, ever, can you confidently say, you know what, they can turn the ball over two, three times and still be completely fine? Oh, of course, that's yeah, hundred yeah, percent. That's 100%. what football is. You're yeah. right. If you turn the ball over, you're you're probably going to lose that game, or you're putting yourselves back against the wall. Like I said, we can play. The hypothetical game, if A.J. Brown doesn't fumble that ball, which he won't again, I'll bet I'll bet my life on it, he doesn't have another fumble for the rest of the year, they will score a touchdown that drive. If a block is held on the left-end side by Jordan Mailata and Hurts is able to get that ball off instead of being strip-sacked, that's another touchdown. So now we're looking at a 31-10 to 10 game, and we're sitting here having a completely different conversation. Well, how do you feel going into December with – Close call and end of the no, 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 no. It was close call winning games. How do you feel going into December? You're again, still like, you know it's a record, yeah, like, it's a win for you. It's a win, yes. And, and listen, confident going into December with we won on a, on a last chance field goal. That's how we win. We won four of our games, fine, absolutely. Because here's the thing, too. Because here's the thing, too, right? You have confidence going in there like that. There, first of all, like I just said, if you win four games in a row. 20 to nothing, 30 to nothing, 40 to 3, 21 nothing. And you win four games, 10-9, 13-10, 21-17. They all count as the same. There is also an argument to be made, as good as Jalen Hurts has been, he's still a young quarterback. So to put him and the rest of this team in we need to win now mode or let's see what these two-minute drills look like, I would much rather, much rather have – this offense and Jalen Hurts and this defense need big stops and big drives and big touchdowns in the middle of November against the Colts than late January against Tom Brady and the Bucks in the playoffs when it's do or die. Because there is something to be said about if this team was rolling. Let's just say the Eagles won the rest of the way, never had a tough game, and then they get punched in the mouth in the playoffs. That team is not battle tested. They're not going, they're not, to your point, they're not going to win. But now having back to back weeks, where you've had everything really go wrong, you could have beaten Washington still, and you did beat the Colts with everything going wrong, with the injuries happening, with turnovers that were just bad, and you still came out with those wins. You're still the top seed in the NFC. They, I think, will be better for it. So to your point, yes, I'm completely fine if the rest of this season is all wins by the skin of our team. By the skin of our team. Because what, no, yeah. what's the because that because you know what's oh, going to yeah, happen. I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm blowout. I'm saying you. There's if if I win a game 27-20, that's different or or a close game, but it, it comes down to fourth quarter with them being able to win. I trust your offense more than I trust your defense. I don't trust your defense to win you in December. I trust your offense to go down there and win, but I also don't trust in the fact that if my team, if the Cowboys chose to go and and, and it comes down to we keep having those. Like, we beat the Falcons last year on a last-ditch win. We keep having these last-ditch wins. You only get so many of those. Teams are going to say, okay, we'll just blow you out. We'll beat you by three as you go into the fourth quarter and see see if you can come back from that. 
Let's see if you can keep coming back. Let's see if you can have these drive. You can't keep having driving forces to come back. Going into the, the, the end of the season, I need fucking, it's ball out season. We're not winning by a field goal. That gets you only so far during the year. You don't, you don't get a, you get a, now you don't get a handful of those. Yeah, like I, that's that's I would be nervous if my if my Cowboys went down and we went, now our, now this amazing, but come December I'm still fucking worried. I would also be worried because we had this conversation last week. Your quarterback cannot do it. My no. quarterback just went out there and did the exact <laughs> thing. Take my quarterback saying, out the way. No, regardless, that's the entire. I still, I still the would argument. have this. I still would have my concern, bro. That I listen. Any team, my only, any team. The only concern that I would have that grain of salt that I just touched on is it is the Colts and you I would have liked to see them go in there and take more take care of business more. But again, if you're asking me, am I gonna be concerned by six game winning drives this year from Jalen Hurts in this offense or a big defensive stop, which that defense had the entire second half, as you just said, like they couldn't do against one of the best running backs in the league when this run defense was dead last. They got their stops. The offense was down two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, still came back Still won. You so it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. Again, a win's a win, and all they're showing me because what they—that's what they did not show me. And when we lost to Washington, I said to you, "This was a team that needed to get punched in the mouth because they have yet to get punched in the mouth." Right? Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. They did. Hello. So now you are able. Hello. Let's let's see. We got we got tonal line. Fine. I'm I thinking, think listen, I'm watching, I'm watching this team, this young quarterback in his second full year as a starter, take the control of an NFL football game and will his team to victory. Why would I ever be mad at that when that's all the playoffs, the playoffs are close games 90% of the time. So it I'd rather good. my team, I would rather my team know how to win close games than have no clue because all they've been doing all year is blowing teams out. Oh, yeah. No. So, Tone, let me ask you this question. You go down, we have an argument right now. You go down, let's say, the same way how you guys just played the Colts, right? You guys had uh, a close game with the Colts, right? Let's say from here on out, you have those victories, right? You have those latch-ditch wins. You kick a field goal or you have to go for it on, you know, your fourth and goal and you have to score in order to win a game. From here on out, if that's how you win five more games, but you you win, you do win, you do win. Hey, let's say the end of your season, this is how you win all of your games. Would you have any concern going into the playoffs? Yes and no. Now, the only reason why I'm saying yes, because honestly, you want to win the game easily, like hands of down, course. like, yo, from, from the start, you knew it. But in the playoffs, the, the game changes. Like, it's not going to be it, – it's very rare you ever see blow, blowouts in the playoffs. Of course. And yeah. I would rather my team be in these close games and know how it is. Like, yo, we've been here before. We've been here before. Like, exactly. I would rather us – have these tight games, and then we blow every team out. Now, I'm not saying out. I'm not saying that it's completely blowouts. I'm not saying it's what the Cowboys, you know, the America's team just put up. I'm not saying that it's an ass kick of a, of a win. I'm just saying it's a regular win, a normal score, a normal win that you guys go into the end of the fourth with five minutes left knowing we're up by two. We had this game solidified. Nah, I, I, I like the close wins. I like the close well, wins. being up by two, also being up by two with four minutes left, it goes hand in hand that – we could run the ball out, win by two. That's a close win. Like, that's part of the close win theory. And no, just win by two scores. Win by two scores. scores. Yeah. Like I said, just like Tone said, it's I want my team to know how to handle the situations because you can also look at it as last week when they played Washington, close game that they were down late, you could make the argument, I don't think so, but you can make the argument that they didn't know how to handle that. They did not know how to come back and win that game. One week later, same situation, bad turnovers, they did come back and they did win. So already we're we're improving in the right direction. I think you do have to take into account offense structure. You know, I'm I'm taking it as now I'm taking it as whoever the quarterback is. Let's just say no matter what, I believe in my quarterback to go down and win that game. I'm still saying I would rather have we win a game rather than it's a close call week in and week out. I don't want that close call week in and week out because I have no concern with if we already know how to get points. We know how to get points regardless. I have no concerns with two-minute warning, two-minute drill. We know how to get points. I don't need to right. keep practicing that at week in, week out, because you're not going to get the opportunity each time. You're not walking with wins every time. Say, Ed, tell that to Tom Brady. What'd you say? But are you, like, battle-tested? Like, yeah, you can have, oh, two minutes. Oh, yo, we scored in two minutes before. 
nothing. But have have the Cowboys no, 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 no! I'm saying in general. So I'm saying, wouldn't you, wouldn't you want to see like, all right, yo, we down two minutes, go win the game? Like that was big, and that was big for Jalen as a starting quarterback. Like, yo, you can do it. Yo, you know what? Passing the ball is not working right now. Win the game. No, yo, no, game. no. I, th- I, th- I think it. Uh, uh, there's no problem with here and there. You have to, like a couple of times you have to. But I'm saying from here on out for, for the season. I would be concerned as a fan knowing that, fuck, we keep it too close and it's not going to go our way. Well, let me ask you this. Let me, get let, me, to a certain point. let me ask you this. And let's just, because you're a Cowboys fan, so let's just, let's play this theory, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Cowboys are in the playoffs. Let's say the Cowboys run the table. They blow out so many, they win so many games so easily that when they're up two scores, Dak is resting half the time, right? Now, when you go and play the 49ers in San Francisco in week two of the playoffs and you're down three, you're going to be saying to yourself, fuck, we really haven't been in this situation. Now, if the Cowboys just ran the table and had four or five wins where your defense stepped up or Dak showed you what you are doubting from him that he can go and win a game, you as a fan, when you're in San Francisco and you're down and you need one more long drive, I can promise you that you're going to feel so much better saying, you know what, I've witnessed this exact team do the exact same thing six times during the course of the year. Let's go and fucking do it. You would feel so much more confident in your team to go win a playoff game that are 90% of the time, like Tone just said, are not blowouts versus you would fucking blowing out the Colts and the Giants and whoever gives a fuck in the regular season. I would never feel confident because it's the fucking Cowboys. So I would always well, be like, no matter what, we're fucking losing saying, this one. If, if yeah. the grand if, if things, we do it, I think before. I wouldn't be so concerned. I wouldn't be like, oh, we never. I I would be in the sense of like, I turned all the way. We know how to score. Let's go score. I don't give a fuck. We've been tested. We know how to score. You know, it's different when it comes down to it. It is. It is a two minute draw is different in comparison to just knowing how to score. But I, I don't. I can say I trust Dak. I don't trust play calling in that situational. When it comes down to two man drawer, I, I trust Dak more than uh, yeah. And that and that's exactly what I'm saying because if if that were the case that the Cowboys did win those six close games, you would have more trust in the play calling because that was part of what got you those wins. So that is exactly my point that you just proved to me. You would feel more confident because the play calling now showed you you can do it versus again you haven't seen it yet. So why would you believe it? No, because I would say if as an Eagles fan, you're hoping for last minute ditches, a team's not going to give you that opportunity. If you can't win it outright, I'm not, not going to get that opportunity. This is just football. This is just sports. Well, I'm, not, I'm, not hoping, I'm not praying that the Eagles win. I'm saying this is a position they've been in before. They may not win this game, but I, feel position. but I feel confident because they've showed me time and time and time and time again. This isn't magic. It's not going to like, oh, you have one more wish. You can only wish for one more game-winning drive. This is football, and these are guys that are going to be – again, I would rather my guys be battle-tested and know how to win these close games versus saying, shit, our back's against the wall. Now let's press. Now Jalen Hurts is throwing interceptions. Now our receivers are falling down or dropping footballs versus, you know what, guys? Like, let's take a breath. We've done this all season long. Before. Let's, let's go do it again. Yeah, no, I I know for myself, I, I don't want to have itching games come down to that. As a fan, as a player, as anything, I wouldn't want because you, you're only going to get so many of those efforts. You can't win them all, and that's what it comes down to. A team's going to a team's going to say if we hold them out and not even give the opportunity to to have a last minute win, they're not going to win. They're not going to come back. They haven't been in this position before. You know, they never had to come back. They never had to come back. We keep it. Teams have kept it too close for them. Let's just blow them the fuck out by two or three scores. I'm not going to keep it close to them. And that's where you guys will fall. I'm just no, – I'm not saying you will. But I'm saying I win one in seasons where we have these fluke wins. Our record looks good. When it comes time to play with the big boys in, the, in, in, in December and shit gets real, I'm taking that team that's been winning. Uh, you would take those odds as well. A team that's had close, close, close calls or a team that's been winning. Now let me now let me ask you this because I think this happened a few years ago. It might have been Lamar Jackson's MVP year, and that's exactly what the Ravens were doing. They were fucking rolling teams. It was week after week. Lamar Jackson was the MVP of the league. Like we've never seen anything like it. They lost in the first round of the Titans, a team that got on them or early, played a different brand of football, and they folded because they didn't know how to come back in those tough games. Versus teams that may have been in that exact same situation that have had four, five, six games 
where they've needed to come back, where they've needed that last drive, where they've needed that defensive stop, and they've gotten it. Teams that are going to be blowing them out, again, just to your point, if you're blowing out these teams in fucking October or November, but then you go and meet, you know, Minnesota or San Francisco or Philadelphia or Dallas in January, it's going to be a lot different than a blowout win against the Jaguars in the middle of October. Yeah, I, I just don't agree. I know as a as a someone that's played sports like played football as well, I never want to go into a game being like we've had close calls. Let's see if we can pull this one out because the team's not going to give you that close call. The team's going to say fuck you. We know how to go up on you, and that's what the Titans did. The Titans knew. Let's get up on them. They've never been tested in this way. I don't think that we can say been tested. I think, and, and at that point in time, like it's we know how to score. I know what a two-minute drive is. We know how to. It's just play calling, and we have to remember who Lamar had around him too. Lamar was a fucking one-man missile that was out there. Either way, so though, it's, it was the because it guess what? It was it was just Lamar all year, and they had no yeah. problem rolling over teams. So that can't be an excuse when it finally becomes one. Yeah. Yeah, I think I what it boils down to, because Tone, it sounds like he agrees with me, right? And this is all to a certain he agrees extent. With both, and you're dumbass no. Eagles fans. You're going to agree with each other. <laughs> now listen, he he agrees with yeah. me because he knows. I think it's your PTSD of Dak and your play. <laughs> you, you know the Cowboys aren't going to win it, so of course you're going to say, "Yeah, please get me out of there in the third quarter," because Dak's not going to be able to win the close one. And I get that, and I feel sorry for you. But coming from <laughs> coming from an Eagles fan. That has a team that can win those close ones. Yeah, I'm fine with it. So with with this being Jalen Hurts' first time really being tested with this two minute drill, were you of like, let's see what he proves, or were you confident? See, and that was the thing. I really I wasn't concerned because just a few weeks ago they went to Arizona, they played a sloppy game, and they won in overtime. So yeah, maybe I would have been like, fuck, we can't lose to the Colts. No, it was Jalen Hurts got that ball back. We had two, three timeouts. Fuck Let's go, no, bro. We, I, we are recording this shit in game time, so I can see your reaction. I knew you were shitting bricks. I'll show you, I'll show you my betting slip right now. I took the, I bet on the Eagles. I bet a hundred bucks on the Eagles to win when they're down sixteen to three. <laughs> I'll text you it. I'll show you it now if you want. No, no, Fuck no, never, dude. Never worry. I, I, a sliver of doubt hits your mind. Like, damn, we about to lose to the fucking Colts. Fuck. Never. <laughs> delusion. That's your delusional fandom. That's all it is. Fuck that shit thinking that you have confidence. Look, right here, I'm telling you, the yeah. money was put down. My That's own money was delusion. put down. I doubt. Why would I, why would I even? That's not doubt. Would... You're right. That's not doubt. That's called delusion. That's called not in reality, bro. Oh, what, what the few, fuck was wrong? Listen, call it, call it what you will. I was a few dollars richer. My team won a football game, so. <laughs> fuck the motherfucker. Oh, I can't wait for the Eagles demise. You guys are going to lose first round. I'll bet you right fuck now. No, we won't because we're going to be sitting here on our couches. We're having a bye week while you guys are losing. Your first, first your, your first playoff win, you guys will win it? The first one. You guys are winning the first playoff you have to play. Yeah. yeah. How much you want to bet right now? I'll bet whatever you want to bet. Done. I promise you I'm not winning your first playoff game. All right. Would that be Hurt's first playoff game? No. Nah, played last year. Got the shit beat out of him. Hmm. Remember that buck, buck What game 30? was it? They played Buccaneers. It was like thirty-one to six. Oh shit! I forget that one in Tampa. Oh yeah, you Good. don't forget that one. Yeah, don't forget don't, that one. Do <laughs> you want to move on to college football, brother? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Um. So at the uh top of last of of last week, I said that I caught an upset. I caught Arkansas beating Mississippi. Yeah, it did. Exactly what happened. I said Arkansas was coming off a tough loss, but as a team. I don't see Mississippi being able to fuck with them. And, of course, Arkansas beat Mississippi 42-27. Uh, there's there's uh, things going around of, of Lane Kiffin might be stepping out. Have you yeah, seen that? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Um, it seems like – it kind of seems like bullshit, I think. He yeah. came out and tweeted, you know, making jokes about it. And uh, I think he said he, – he tweeted that he heard a source – that whatever reporter said he was leaving was leaving his station, like playing around with him. He's like, dude, it's it's bullshit. I don't yeah. know what sort that was. I've heard rumblings before that. Yeah. That Auburn might just be the better job. It'd be funny as shit that if he does go to Auburn now. <laughs> <laughs> I love Lane Kiffin, but I, I love that he's interactive on Twitter too. He's like, exactly. he's like I love it so much. Exactly. Um, the, the big win, of course. Uh, do you hear what that? that come from me? I think it's coming from me. You don't hear anything? Yeah. It's so strange. Let me unplug my jaw. What What do you like hearing? What's the noise? Oh, 
it just stopped recording. Either way, it'll cut it up. It's all good. Um, no, it sounds like a fan. Like it's coming from my mic. I don't know why. But we go. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then we have. Are we back yeah. on now? Yeah, yeah, it started right back up. I don't know why. When you take out, when you do something different, it just stops recording. Um, big win for USC. USC beats UCLA forty-eight to forty-five. Big time win there. I think the big game we really want to talk about is that Baylor TCU game. Yeah, I think that was the craziest game I've seen. And I actually talked to my dad about this, and I said, I don't think you could even see an NFL team do what TCU did, right? TCU, if you if you weren't watching, runs runs the ball to get to a uh, field position of center right, center center to kick a field goal right, and it's probably when they run that play, sixteen seconds. Yeah, yeah. Let's just say less than twenty for sure. Less than twenty seconds. Yeah. Less than twenty seconds left. No timeout. Run the ball. Clock continues to run. Within like, <laughs> and, and because of you know the Dak Prescott, this is just off the Dak. The Dak not knowing how to who to hand the ball to, how to snap the fucking ball, rookie shit. Kid gets up, pops up, gives the ball straight to the ref. The ref places it. The field team is already. I think they were lined up in session, yeah, so they definitely. didn't have to move around each other. It just was exactly. Bang. They ran straight on, kicked the field goal, no time left, and won the game. I've never seen a team execute and a coaching staff execute in a way that TCU execute that. There's a video of some white girl at Baylor like, yeah. Wait, what the fuck? Oh my god! Like that, I've never seen execution done so perfectly in my entire life. It was beautiful. It was such. It was such like a what the hell are they doing? Because yeah, yeah, I think it was you know the down the clock was not winding like they had one or two plays right. So you're expecting you know pass 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 towards the sideline like stop the clock immediately get your field goal. And when they snapped that ball and they ran, I was like, oh my god. Like, did they just make the biggest mistake? Like, you're you're number four. You're going to make the college football playoff. Like, you need to win. Yeah. Put put my fist in my mouth, man. That was unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. it. That was a great game, man. It was a great week. This was the be- definitely the best Saturday to date of college I think football. We have this week is is rivalry week, right? And that's what yeah. I want to talk about next. This is rivalry week, right? But I think some games that no matter what are some big games to pay attention to, regardless of ranking, regardless of record. These are big games. So There's going to be good games to watch, right, all Saturday. So you have Baylor, Texas. This is still a Texas team that's out of the rankings. They, they've had a bad luck year. They still have an amazing, probably top five running back of draft that's going to get drafted in top five. Um, yep. This is versus Baylor. With Baylor versus um, versus TCU, uh, let's, see, let's see where it ends up there. Yeah. It's going to be a brawl. Then you have NC State versus UNC. UNC, I think, is ranked 11. I think when I saw it. I think they're 18th now because they just lost last week. They're 18th. But no matter what, that's an NC State team that almost beat Clemson week one. So that's yeah. going to be a battle right there, right? It's a good game. No matter what, you always love to see Florida versus Florida State. Yeah. And then, of course, the big one is Auburn versus Alabama. I think we could see for the first time in I don't know how long, three losses for for our Alabama team. It's, it's very interesting because – I guess you can't be surprised if they do, but very interesting. Um, I was hearing a theory that Alabama might sneak their way into the playoff, or there is a chance that they can make the playoff again. What is it? So what losses? Let me hear. Let me they, hear if Bama wins, right? You have Ohio State, Michigan. Let's say Ohio State kills Michigan. That drops them back. USC is playing Notre Dame, who's looked very good the past couple of weeks. And then they have to play the Pac-12 championship. Let's say they lose one of those two. Let's say they lose Notre Dame. They get bumped from six to eight or nine. Alabama moves up. And let's see. The fifth team I'm kind of blanking on. Um, I guess you uh, – LSU, LSU. LSU has to play Georgia in the SEC championship game. Let's say they get rolled. They might bump Bama. Like you might have – Georgia, Ohio State, TCU, and Bama as your four. Yeah, that's a long shot. <laughs> it's a long shot, but when you think about it, it's again we talk about the timing of these losses. Yeah, like Michigan's not going to have another game to play if they lose to Ohio State forty to ten. Their their season is done, except for the yeah. bowl, game. bowl game. And when you look at Alabama, their two losses were last second field goal against Tennessee and a hope and a prayer 
two-point conversion at LSU. So it was two of the toughest teams and toughest losses that we've seen. Yeah. I don't know. And, again, we talk about it all the time. It's Bama. Like, I'm sure the committee wants to see them in it if they can find yeah. a way to get them in. Of but uh, I don't know. I, I don't think I don't think they're totally out of it, which I feel like a lot of people might be pissed about. So you're saying there's still a chance. <laughs> there always is with them, isn't there? <laughs> so then the next one you, of course, have is Notre Dame versus USC. Notre Dame's 13. USC yep. is 5. This is a Notre Dame cool. team. Who they beat last week? Notre Dame. I'm No, no, no. They beat um, – let me see. I'll get Who it up. They just, beat? they just beat a big team. No, they beat someone that was ranked. They beat – oh, no. So their last three weeks, they beat Clemson on November 5th. Yeah. And, um, dog fight against Navy two weeks ago. And then this yeah. past week, uh, they blanked Boston College 44 to nothing. Yeah. So this is a, a Notre Dame team who started off like shit. Like, they were out of it. I'm surprised they're still ranked 13, to be honest with you. And yeah. this is a game that could definitely move them up. Definitely not in that they won't be in the championship. But this is a it's a good turnaround for that head coach, right, to, to start yeah, off for next season for recruits and, and what have you. But the one all that everyone should be paying attention to, yeah. at 12 noon, it goes down, the big dogs, Ohio State versus bitch-ass Michigan. You yep. know how I'm rocking. I'm rocking Ohio State to the death of me. I think this game carries so much weight to me because this is the Big Ten Championship. This is yeah, – are is. you – I don't think this could bump – this loss, I don't think it could bump you out of the, the playoff. If it's a close game. If you're it, right, exactly. It better not. That's what I'm saying. It fucking better not. And I'm not even yeah. worried about that because I see us wrong over Michigan. Michigan beat Illinois 19-17, to and Illinois should have fucking won that game because I would have loved to see Michigan go down the week before yeah. They play Ohio State. And this game carries a lot of weight. For one, us losing last year. Exactly. There, like, this care fucking the bitch-ass coach. Let's get him the fuck out of there. They, they, we, we need to win the big-time game. Like, and CJ Stroud, like, after the game, all his players, the Michigan players and Ohio State players are like, oh, no, it's it's Michigan week. We know It's, it's Ohio yep. State week. Like, we know what time it is. We, we, you start, we started this last week, to be honest with you. Ohio State is already wrapping the helmets in Michigan. They they already have we we already have this this thing going on. So I'm ready to see a dog fight. I'm ready to see a pounding. I don't want a close game. I'm sorry. I don't want it to be a game because I my heart can't take it. I can't take it another week of fucking till the fourth quarter. Our defense is is I think our strongest suit. Our defense is what keeps in the games. Our defense, I think, for the last three or four weeks, has had a defensive touchdown, I feel like. Or the last two or three weeks has uh, had a defensive touchdown. Yeah. That's pretty huge, and I think if we continue that work, I think that quarterback is going to see be deer in the headlights. Michigan, mm-hmm. he he has no idea what this defense coming for you. I am nervous in the, in the ability of not CJ Stroud, but our running game, and I think no one can hold back Harrison Jr. Like no one's stopping him. Like the plays he makes is like holy shit. Yep. Get the fuck yeah. up with you. Like, <laughs> you're not. You're not. You can't. There's no one. I, I really think it, and I, I I know I have some biases in there. But I really feel like nobody on their team is more athletic than Ohio State. On any no. on any side of the ball, who is more athletic than CJ Stroud? If you go for comparison, they have that one kid, the little short kid. Who's fucking keeping up with us? Yeah, I don't see that defense being able to keep up with our, our wide receiver core, our offensive no. line. Like, I don't see like I don't see it. I'll be very surprised to walk away with this with a loss. I have to put my foot in the mouth next week. That shit will fucking hurt. But yeah. I think this is a Big Ten championship in my eyes. I agree. I think like the other side of the Big Ten, I don't even what's it going to be like Purdue in the actual Big Ten championship or some bullshit team like that. But I I would love to disagree with you to that Michigan has a chance here. I don't see it. Um, their fighting chance was that Heisman um, Heisman candidate. Their running back Blake Corum banged up last week. He probably will play, but to what extent? And you know what can he really give you? Um, this was, you know, you just touched on it. C.J. Stroud and all these guys that were part of that team last year that lost to Michigan, you had that circled on your calendar the next day. Like this, this, that Michigan lost, how many times it was brought up in, in training camps and and during the regular season. Like this was our our mission. Our ultimate goal is a national championship game. Yeah. But we better fucking take care of Michigan first. Michigan. Yeah. So I think I, it's funny. I've. I've had a. Um, I never liked the. Uh, I never liked the Alabama. My dad was always an Alabama fan. My dad always made us watch. Uh, uh, we would always watch college football. I loved it because it was on all day. 
I hated waiting for when did the Cowboys play. I just knew Saturday morning, football was on all day long. We were watching games. No matter where we went, we would go to someone else's yeah. house, college football was on there. So it was like, yeah. I loved it. I never had a team. I, I liked Ohio State when I was in Pop Warner. I was like, oh, I, I love, you know, all these guys, that Braxton Miller, all these guys that were there. Yeah, yeah. And I think it wasn't until I was in grad school that I was like, no, no, this is before I was in high school when I really saw Zeke. I think Zeke propelled me to be like, nah, I, I do have this love for Ohio State. Because to be honest with you, I, I, did I ever tell you that I wrote letters to Texas? No, no. I love Texas. So like, I don't know why. Like, I, I think about it now because of Vince, Vince Young was playing, so yeah, it was always yeah. on TV. And it was either Tennessee or Texas that I liked, and I liked Texas more. Like as a kid, we had a right to like our favorite team. And I picked the Texas Longhorns. Uh, shit. Everyone picked like the Phillies, the Eagles, the Yankees, blah, blah, blah. and I picked the Texas Longhorns. So I wrote to them. They sent me like Mac Jones sent me like autographs. I got like base. I got cards. I had so much shit. Like, I still have it somewhere. It's, it's amazing. It was a, it was like I was hyped because they sent it back to school. I was like, oh shit, I have so much shit, and I loved them for so long. But then Ohio State creeped in. So Texas always has a, a piece of me. Like, uh, no matter what, I always look for Texas when they're on the hook them. But I think that this passion I have for Ohio State, I never had a passion of fuck Michigan. So I like college football too much. But last year solidified it for me, a fuck Michigan to the death of me. I think that's what it takes. It takes for one your team to lose and to see the bravado of a team and how they talk their shit for you to be like, damn, that was a heartbreaker for me. Fuck these guys from here on out. And I'm I'm ready for this, for that energy. It does. It's and I mean – you know, you just touched on it. Like when you became an Ohio State fan, I feel like the competition between Ohio State, Michigan, like you didn't really have to handle a loss. Like Ohio State no. has been rolling Michigan for the past X I mean, amount of year. Ohio years. State beat Alabama in the, in the national championship. That was right. The, so you're, yeah. you're probably looking at Michigan like this is just you know That's yeah, me. this is our rival, but let's just win this like we always do, and then and then yeah. go to bigger fish to fry. Yeah. But yeah, that I, I like that. Put a little a little pep in your step. I think yeah. this. Oh, um, right. CJ Stroud, man, go He's go pissed. win the Heisman. Go win the Heisman with this game because uh, that's what Caleb Daniels of USC did last week. Won a huge one. CJ Stroud, this is like this is your Heisman moment. Yeah. Like go, go fucking show it. Who I, won the Heisman last year? Last year, I think was um, was it Hutchinson? Was it Stroud? No, he lost. I, th- I thought. Oh, it was uh, it was uh, Bryce Young, Alabama. Oh yeah, yeah. So there's an interview. Um, that is out right now of like from last year from Hutchinson talking about the year of like, yo, we had a great year. We beat Ohio state. And you looked and they're like, Oh wow. Like good thing. There's someone in between CJ Strout and Hutchinson. And you look at yeah. CJ Strout, his face is dead. Like he doesn't laugh. He's like, like yeah. it's a chip. on his, And I was like, Ooh, that fucking energy. I fucking yeah. love it. bro. <laughs> Fuck these guys, bro. Fuck Michigan. Fuck everything about Michigan. I hate them more, honestly, because they're Florence. They have the same uniforms as Florence. Yeah. And our biggest yep. rivalry in Palmyra is Florence in City. So it's always been like I fucking didn't like them because of Florence. Now yep. it's even bigger. Like, fuck all that shit, bro. It's it's definitely it's 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 one of those. I'll, I'll be surprised if a fight doesn't happen. Um speaking of fight, you just saw that they um yeah. with the Michigan versus Michigan State uh fight that happened uh right before we got on here, seven Michigan State football players are being charged with one facing a felony charge for the assault of two bitch-ass Wolverine players in the tunnel after the team played on October 29th. I think yeah. that uh, it's just due. I think that's probably yeah. fine. There's no problem with fighting on the field, but when you take it to the, to that extent of throwing helmets at each other, jumping a player, Agreed. it is what it is. Agreed. I think, you yeah. know, that's what we said too. Like, just have this take – have it take its action. Like, let it run its course because yeah. Yeah, that's you, – you, nev- you can't have that. That's crazy. Yeah. But, well, listen, man, I, I can't wait for that. That's going to be that. That's gonna be a fun one. I'm with you. I would almost be surprised if Ohio State doesn't win this thing by two or two scores or more. We might not record next week if, if, if we lose. Yeah. Um, that, I, I, you, think, you, think, you think I mute my phone now when the Cowboys lose? Oh, hell no. <laughs> I would be surprised. Because then I'm telling you, I really think there's a good – there's a chance that – Especially if USC beats Notre Dame and wins the Pac-12, I really think there's a chance that the loser of this game is out of the playoff. Out of it, yeah, because we don't have that strong of a schedule going out. This is when no. this is when it gets dangerous. This is when people don't understand what it means in college football. They're like, "Oh, you could lose the game." I was like, "No, you can. You could possibly lose the game early. You can't exactly. lose the game down the road. If you if you are undefeated going in, and those teams are set and they're undefeated, you better win every game from here on out. Once you get to seven or yeah. six, it's every game from here on out. You can't lose." 
For sure. And that's what's, what's frustrating too, just really quick. Like you look at the Big Ten, it's split into the, you know, Big Ten, East and West, or whatever the hell yeah. it is. Um, the one side of the Big Ten, it's Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State. And then the other side, it's fucking Illinois, Purdue. Like we need to just have the Big Ten be one collective group. Yeah. Because I want to see Ohio State, Michigan play and then have just the top two teams in the Big Ten play in that Big Ten championship. Yeah. Because again, it does, again, if, if Michigan loses, it's their last game of the season. They're done. They can't even have a revenge game against Ohio State. Yeah. Where, you know, it, it may not, you know. Yeah. So, like I said, if, if Michigan loses this thing by 14 points and then USC beats Notre Dame and wins the Pac-12, mm-hmm. I would probably – it's going to be Georgia, Ohio State, TCU, and uh, and USC. I think it's pretty unique that we're seeing – who's holding down the, the SEC right now? The only team holding it down right now is, is Georgia. Yeah. Georgia's holding I mean, it down. LSU, I think, is five. And LSU's starting to make a comeback in the SEC, but we're yeah. seeing some shit change. We're seeing Big Ten step up. Yeah. We're seeing the ACC step up. We're seeing these these other conferences like it's on the ball. And I'm telling you, it's a little strange coming after the fucking the NIL. Just that's all Look, I gotta say. That's all I, I gotta still say. think that I still think the SEC is uh is is top dog by a of lot. Course. And, yeah, and yeah. I think, like I said, don't be surprised. When Alabama is that fourth playoff, if, if that happens, I'm gonna like look at this conversation and be like, it's, <laughs> they're paying too many people off." It's re- yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Okay, uh, do you want to end with talking about your boy Ben? I really didn't get a chance to look up on him, so I want to yeah. you. I, you posted some some shit, like pretty much saying "fuck that guy." Oh so, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's I want to see what you say. He's a, he's a loser. Uh, he's he's a weak weak minded athlete. Um, really. Oh my God, he he has the potential. He has the athletic ability, the size, and the talent. If he wanted to, to be one of the best NBA players in the game right now. There, With his no talent, who would you say he's like if he plays all out? If he balls all out? If he does, but I think with his skill set, the the ceiling. And again, he will never come anywhere close to this. So when I say this, it's going to sound insane. He could have been close to, or at least in a, in the same arena as Magic Johnson. That really? height, that speed, he has an intense vision. He can be one of the best defenders in the league. He's afraid to shoot. He's a, he's just a weak-minded, like, individual. Like, it, it honestly pisses me off, and we talk about this all the time, because, like, give you or give me, like, that size and that ability. Like, yeah. we're going to fucking work to get where – like, work this dude out. doesn't want to. And yeah. the Nets had Kevin Durant – Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving, all their guys playing last night. The Sixers did not have James Harden. The Sixers did not have Joel Embiid. The Sixers did not have Tyrese Maxey. They were playing their bench and their G League team, and they fucking lost. Because and 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 Ben Simmons, like this was an argument I have with Javon all the time. Ben Simmons is putting up nine, ten points a game, maybe eight rebounds, just because he's six eleven. Yeah. And what do you have last night? Eleven assists. Mm-hmm. Bravo, man. Bravo. You, you you're still missing free throws. The Sixers um, have a free throw partnership with Chick Fil A. If a player misses two free throws back to back, you know you get free nuggets the next day. Ben's bitch ass missed two free throws because he still can't. He still doesn't know how to shoot. Yeah. Um, he he really is like honestly like I, I was a defender of him when he was here for a long time. He's just a, he's the definition of a loser like loser mentality. Like he's just the definition of it. Yeah. He's worse than like. To put it in football terms, he's worse than Kyler Murray. Oh, if you equate it with their sport, yes, oh, like shit. like Kyler can like Kyler has the arm. Kyler can run for days, but the dude's just not like a winner. Like you, like how many times we talk about him? Like he's just he does not have that. Mm-hmm. Ben is worse. He just doesn't have an ounce. It almost seems like he doesn't have an ounce of competitive drive in him. Yeah, he just kind of made it because he's a freak athlete. Yeah. Do you, what happened with Kyler Murray? He wasn't McCoy was uh, playing. I, he's hurt for something. I don't. I did not no see idea. anything come out. That's crazy. No. Yo, uh, I want to touch on. I like that they're traveling. Like travel closer, bro. I like that they were in Mexico and that was pretty I, good. Dude, that was awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. It. Those are two teams for sure that had that population of fans as well. And that exactly. thing was fucking packed out. They it was. It. That was sick. Yeah, it was, it was very cool to see. They definitely need to do that more. Yeah, I like. I mean, I'm sure players would rather do that than fucking yeah. go to fucking Germany. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, hey man, I think we had a great a great conversation. Hey Ohio State, let's let's get this one, boy. Yeah. That's, the, that's the only thing I'm looking forward to. I think I, I I have a fucking hell of a weekend. 
I have fucking tomorrow, the Cowboys, yeah, if we do. lose, that's a lot of shit I got to fucking take for that one, even though I don't see us losing this one. But, hey, it's the fucking Cowboys. And then I have Ohio State on the line. So this is a big on-the-line uh, fan weekend of mine. So it could we'll- be – you could have two completely different weekends. You could have, you could be the best weekend or the, or the worst. <laughs> even if even, – even if the Cowboys lose, I think that would – at least I have the Cowboys lost, and then I can go into Ohio State hopefully hoping that they right. walk away the right. But if I go into, like, the Cowboys with a win, I could at least be like, okay, I feel – either way, I could feel a little better. Loss, loss, I might shoot myself. <laughs> if you – if you would tr- if you would only if you could only have one team win this weekend, who would it be? Cowboys or Ohio State? Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. I don't give a fuck because the Cowboys yeah. to me aren't going to win in the playoffs. Ohio right. State has a chance to win yeah. the fucking championship. I, the Cowboys right. to me, like I don't see us. I don't want to go to the playoffs so we don't fucking lose. Yeah. So that, well, that'll that. be fun. Like we say all the time, I just wish I wish it was like a seven thirty night game, Ohio State. Yeah, it's. I mean, I know they do it because of the the rivalry usually is always an afternoon game but it's yeah. like yo make this shit fucking huge bro like black this yeah. shit out i think we're home right i think we're yeah we're at yeah. ohio state to yeah. the shoot like fuck those guys bro like let's let's just get this let's get this up hey everyone thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of and those we trust sports mm-hmm. again my boy liam in the building i appreciate my god thank you for your insight um we almost had our shannon sharp moment uh debate on air i don't agree but we'll see what the fans think. I'll, put, I'll post it up. Yep. Love it. Right, Stone, you, Stone, thanks for backing me. Barely. He said 50-50. <laughs> All right, brother.